In its push to fill critical gaps in the federal IT workforce, the Trump administration is looking to find candidates from those already in government's ranks. Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent on Friday launched the Federal Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy. It aims to fast-track current federal employees to becoming cyber defense analysts. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me now with more. Jory, Reskilling Academy is not having to do with pots and pans, although it sounds like it. What is the goal of this economy? What is the goal of this academy? So the goal of the academy is to identify federal employees who are already at agencies to see who has the aptitude to kind of fill some of these cybersecurity positions that uh, it's really a priority right now to to go out and fill. The federal, the federal government has for a while now acknowledged that they keep on competing with the private sector for these really hard-to-fill jobs. And so this is kind of an evolution of that thinking where they would rather retrain federal employees already in the ranks rather than go out and compete with those people fresh out of college who are really uh, – they're a hot commodity. And so Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent, uh, she spoke to reporters in a conference call on Friday, and she said that this has been a longstanding challenge – In the federal government, like many organizations in the private sector, we have a critical shortage of qualified cybersecurity personnel, and it's incumbent on us to develop those capabilities. That was Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent. Uh, She also went on to say that this has been a larger priority for the Trump administration. You've seen this kind of language. You've seen this kind of goal come up time and again with the president's management agenda and back in June with the government reorganization plan, a really sweeping plan. But if you look really closely, you can see this kind of language come up time and again. Well, it's Uh, interesting that they're looking within the government for people that might be able to do this that aren't doing it now. And I guess maybe they could conceivably look beyond the IT ranks. There might be somebody doing program analysis or finance or something that might want to slide into cybersecurity and might be good at it. You really do get the sense that they're not looking for any one type of person here, that they are looking for people who might actually have some hidden potential here. Um, And so – you know, there really is no one person they're looking for. Um, they think that the, the the application process will kind of self-select those people. Kent said that this is really just part of a larger part of the, the Trump administration's priority. It's an opportunity to provide them with necessary training to actually qualify as cyber defense analysts. And we're really excited about it. You've heard us talk in the president's management agenda, the government reorg plan, statements from the council that the administration is very committed to developing the 21st century workforce. And that means we have to use lots of different tactics and tools to fill those critical gaps. All right. So that's the federal CIO, Suzette Kent. And we're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Who is eligible to apply? I said maybe finance and and program management people, but who do they think should apply for the Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy? So the only people in the federal workforce that aren't eligible to apply for this, again, in the career workforce, uh, is only four job series, job titles that really explicitly say that you are a cybersecurity analyst or or a security expert of that kind of variety. Um, So if you're already doing it, then you can't apply because you already have the skills in theory. For this first class, they are only looking for people who may have, you know, maybe a background or an aptitude, but they're not actually doing that job today I see. Uh, that down the line they're looking at people who you know maybe be, are in one grade as a cybersecurity analyst and want to go to the next level that's that's something that we'll see maybe in the next year or so um, but Kent said that as a 
maybe a fringe benefit to all of this that people might find uh, more fulfilling careers in cybersecurity. Here's how she put that. By making this available to our current federal employees, we can support career growth and retention for those who are already part of the mission. And Jory, what does the application process look like? What do people have to do to get into the reskilling school? So there are two pieces to it. One is a personal statement that comes along with the application process itself, uh, kind of a, a way of saying why they are interested in going through this process at all. And then there is a skills assessment that people will go through uh, that is through the the contractor SANS, and that will kind of give them a sense of how much of a quick learner they are to pick up some of these skills further down the course. Do they have to have prior cybersecurity knowledge, or do they have to be already able to answer tests administered by the SANS Institute, or can newbies do this? So they're they're not looking for any particular cybersecurity background. You don't need to know a particular programming language. Uh, it does help that you have a background of what you know network is and and things like that. Kind of the the basic building blocks that cybersecurity you know entails. But they're really looking for you know just a, a very basic grounding, if that. All right. And if you are accepted, then what happens? What does the training look like? So people who are selected for this academy, they'll hear in late February, and then the the actual training, the actual coursework will begin in March and will end in June. So think of it as kind of a college semester, if you will, kind of a, a four-month uh, timetable there. And uh, they will go through a, a couple of steps here. They will start out with a cyber essentials course, kind of going through some of those things that they may not have an understanding of right away, just kind of the vocabulary. And then they'll move on to a six-day boot camp where they'll really kind of get into the, the difficult challenges of it um, and some of the, the difficulties they'll encounter in these new roles. Uh, and then they'll have a final certification exam, really a way of saying that they kind of make the grade, that they kind of make the cut. And then they'll move on to some of the, the finishing touches in a, in a final course to the academy. Here, Kent gives an overview of the program. They should expect a mix of live and in-classroom training here in D.C. That includes studying exams, projects, and practical experience to test their knowledge. And it's a rigorous program designed to give the employees, even that have not been in highly technical roles, the types of skills that would be necessary to work as a cyber defense analyst. And Jory, did you get the impression this is the be-all and end-all of programs, or do they have more lined up, do you think? So this is only the start. They've already said that much. Uh, this is going to be this first class of people who are maybe a little green to IT in general. Um, but there's a vision that they already have lined up of doing this for uh, people who already work in IT in the federal government and maybe giving them the next step up to that. Uh, they've looked at a number of initiatives on some of this emerging tech. So uh, Kent gives a, a, a little teaser here of what's coming down the pipeline. In addition to this, we also plan to have a cyber reskilling pilot that's for federal employees, including those who already have an IT background. We are offering an opportunity or opportunities in robotic process automation learning in our efforts associated with shifting low-value to high-value work. And again, that's Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent. Any notion or did she mention the idea of having this in other cities? I mean, Washington's great, but there's two-thirds or three-quarters of the civilian federal workforce is not in Washington. That's a good point. That's something that wasn't touched on originally, but 
to your point, yes, there is going to be some in-person training in Washington, D.C., so it does limit to some degree geographically the pool of people who can apply. Um, but as all pilot programs are, if it's wildly successful, who knows? It could spread elsewhere. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.